founded the company back in 2017, Inventaprint, again, helping folks like me, right, or anyone that, that has an idea they want to get manufactured, helps them save money. They charge a fee, call it five grand per month to 20 of these uh, producers right now. They then pair them up with one of their 100 manufacturing partners they've worked with and take about 10% of the total kind of fees that go through that platform. Uh, they've scaled to about 100 grand per month in revenue fairly quickly on just 120 grand in funding from Techstars. Too early to talk about churn and CAC and things like that, but they got a team of four people up in the north as they look to scale. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Rich Makulu. His passion for inventing and tinkering was ignited at an early age when he attached some wires to a battery and a light bulb and lit up his childhood bedroom for the first time. It also happened to be around the time he saw the movie Flubber, so it's safe to say his fate was totally sealed. He has a patent related to the military space and was experienced and has experienced how difficult it is to get the products he'd spent years developing and prototyping actually made. This led to the creation of Inventaprint with his twin brother, Roland. That's what they're working on today. Rich, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, let's do it. All right. So what is Inventaprint and what is your revenue model? How do you make money? Yeah. So Inventaprint, simply put, is we apply intelligence to the hardware development process. So we basically take uh, hardware companies' component specifications, where they are in the product life cycle, and give them a list of vetted manufacturers that can bring those products to life. Um, our model is we're a SaaS plus company. So we have an annual license fee uh, that hardware companies pay us. And the plus side of things is we get paid on each transaction from the manufacturers. Okay, so let's just focus on SaaS for a second. What's the average customer pay per year, would you say? Yeah, so the average customer is about like uh, $5,000 per per month, right? okay. per year. Per month or per year? Per month. Per month, okay. $5,000 per month. Okay, so let's say that I I uh, have a patent on something. I want to go get it created. I'm paying you five grand for the year and you're going to help me find manufacturers to build my product? Correct. So basically we, we have two tiers of customers within our SaaS uh, business model. So the, the, within the enterprise level customers, we work with innovation teams, right? So they would pay uh, for access to the platform and basically by using the platform, they get connected to better network for manufacturers to help build uh, their, their products. Okay. So I sign up with you today. It takes me six months to pick a supplier from your network. I then eight months in finally have like the first product done and then maybe 10 months in, I'm starting to drive sales. And let's say my little widget is now doing 10 grand a month in sales via that supplier. You're taking a cut of those sales. That is correct. Okay. And how do you, I mean, what percent are we talking? So it's roughly around 10%, but it's volume based. Okay. So if I'm doing a million bucks in sales, you'll take less than 10%. Correct. Okay. And I mean, how do you track that? I imagine once I work with a supplier, you then have to basically track that my widget is being sold in Target and Kmart and Walmart. And I mean, how do you actually know how many sales I'm doing? So for us, it's not necessarily focusing on the sales piece of it. It's focusing on the friction side of things, right? Adding value and reducing that friction of how do you actually build a product better? And how do you go to market quicker with less money from a work, from a working capital perspective? Um, so that's what we really focus on. Um, the added benefit is, you know, people tend to have more cost competitive products. Um, people tend to have more better, well thought out ideas going to market. Um, so this extra sales is just a, an added piece of it. But our core focus on what we actually target is how do you in- apply intelligence to the hardware development process? And that's your $5,000 kind of per month fee. Correct. Okay. So, sorry, I don't understand then how to think about the plus part of your SaaS plus model. You're taking a 10% of what sales? Of of the transactions. What transactions though? 
Right, the transaction of the hardware company with the manufacturers. So think about it in this way, right? So you have a hardware company, let's say you're the hardware company, yep. um, you are trying to build a new innovative product that goes to space. Nathan's for widget, Nathan's space widget. Nathan's correct, space widgets. Um, so you you have our, our SaaS uh, model where you pay us for the access to the platform. And with each transaction, we get a percent commission um, similar to how you'd pay. Oh, on- I see. This is like this is like Upwork or Fiverr. So if I pay a manufacturer a uh, hundred grand, you're going to take ten percent of that cut, right? And just to, just just to ground you on the way it works right now, without a platform, so similar to the real estate industry, how you have uh, brokers, real estate brokers, you have manufacturing brokers in the hardware space, and those people take anywhere between fifteen to upwards of twenty five percent. Right. So what we do is by using a 10 percent, we're actually undercutting the broker Mac, uh, the broker market and giving a more cost competitive solution there. Yeah. As long as your SaaS fee is so they have to be doing enough volume where the SaaS fee is Correct. marginal. Correct. So we're, we're mainly B2B. Yeah. OK. So like, let me ask you, your average customer, how many dollars in a given year are they giving to manufacturers that you've connected them with? Are we, I'm assuming it's in the millions. Yeah, so our, our, our dollar profile is, you know, for a mid-market company, we really determine it by a million dollars worth of spend a year. And then for the enterprises over that. Um, so that's where we kind of target the mid-market enterprise range. I see. So if, so if Nathan Space Widgets is doing so well, where I beat Elon Musk to the moon, uh, and I'm putting <laughs> more, more than a million bucks per month or per year through the, through the manufacturer that you connected me with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still paying the same flat five grand per month fee, regardless of my volume. But again, you're taking some cut of sales that's dependent on the volume. Uh, that is correct. I, I just missed the last piece of it. Uh, that's okay. I'm just trying to understand whether someone's whether someone's putting a dollar to the manufacturer or a hundred million to the manufacturer. They're still paying five grand a month, right? And the key for us is how do you, making sure that we add value outside of that transaction, right? So the reason why we're more of a SaaS company is because we give companies tools to better efficiently interact with their internal teams, to where the when they're transacting, that's all fine and great, but they already see value without transacting. So there are customers that we have that even pay us regardless of transacting because we provide so much value without those transactions. I see. And how many customers have you scaled to today? Uh, so right now we have a network of over 100 manufacturers. Uh, we're mainly B2B. We have around a little less than 20 paying, paying customers, but more than me, larger B2B. 20 kind of large B2B customers and you're helping get the, the connected to a network of about a hundred potential manufacturers. Um, right. you know, if I take 20 times that $5,000 price point, you guys are doing North of a hundred grand per month at this point. Is that right? <laughs> wow. Uh, well, thanks for backing into revenue. Well, I mean, you, you gave <laughs> me, kidding, I mean, kidding. it's just multiplication, not that yeah, hard. Yeah, I, know, I know. I know. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, yeah, that's accurate. Somewhat- that, yeah, so, something like that. Okay. And help me understand growth. So take me back to the November 2017. What were you doing per month back then? November? Yeah, a year ago. I'm just looking year over year growth. So you're doing 100 grand a month today. What were you doing a year ago? Yeah. So so for a year ago, so I don't know if you know the background, um, but basically uh, a year ago, we were actually part-time. Um, so my twin brother and I were part-time. Uh, just started Inventorprint. There were part-time jobs. We actually just went full time about three months ago, both of us. So how little um, were you a year ago? So we were pretty little. We we're probably maybe three customers, and most of them were getting the the transactions, like the the funding off of just transactions alone. Okay, so like, are you talking like less than ten grand a month back then? 
Correct. Okay, very good. And so, uh, and just to be clear, so today you're over 100 grand per month. So right now we have a pipeline of over 100 grand. Okay, what are, you, what are you actually doing though per month? Because it, So it's less than five grand a month then if you have 20 customers and f- you said 20 customers, five grand. So we're actually, yeah, we're actually doing over five grand a month, like our, our revenues for projected. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to, I don't want to talk about projected. I want to talk about like what you've actually accomplished. Like actually like today, the monthly recurring revenue you're doing is about how much? So it's roughly five grand right now. Okay, you're only, okay, so you're doing five grand per month across the entire company? No, 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 for the transactions, for each customer. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So total revenue per month right now is about what? So if you if you were to multiply again, like five grand per month by twenty. That's what I did. It's a hundred grand per month. And you said and you said no, it's around there. So I'm trying to ask you what is no, the so, act- Oh yeah. So the, the no was but we also get off the transactions as well. I know. I'm sorry. So just the SaaS model, you're doing yeah, yeah. that's oh, accurate. Right. You're doing hundred grand per month. Right, right. Got it. And then you're, you're adding on top of that transaction fee. So true or false, you're doing more than a hundred grand per month right now in revenue. Okay. Got it. Just want to make sure. Cool. And, um, okay. So I want to put this back on a timeline so you can tell more of your story here. You guys were part-time a year ago. So you really launched this, you started tinkering in 2017 and you just started full-time this year. Yeah. That's great. Have you bootstrapped this or raised capital? Uh, we bootstrapped completely. I love that. That's great. Uh, are you thinking about raising capital or no? Uh, we are considering raising capital. Okay. And why would you say yes versus no? Um, it's a very interesting question. So for us is about how fast we want to grow, right? Um, the beauty of us is we, because we're a SaaS plus business model, we tend to monetize really quickly, right? Um, so in terms of, you know, do we want to raise money, uh, is about how quickly do you want to grow? And just to be clear, sorry, you said you're bootstrap, but you've gone through tech stars. So, which means you raise capital. Right. So that 100, 120 grand. Okay. Got it. So, so you've raised 120 grand, but nothing else. Correct. Okay. Got it. So 120 grand in the company. That's what's funded the growth up to this point. Uh, zero to hundred grand per month in revenue, by the way, is not easy. So congratulations on doing that, that fast. Uh, talk to me about churn. What's your churn look like today? Uh, no churn actually. Um, probably that might change in the future, but right now we're, because we're very selective in who we work with, we make sure that we can provide value to the people that we're onboarding. Mm-hmm. It's great. So with no kind of revenue churn, that must mean your net revenue retention kind of month over month is above 100% because you're probably driving expansion revenue or the transaction fees. Is that accurate? Right, right. H- how far above 100%? Above just the SaaS. How far above 100%? So I'm not willing or comfortable with giving more numbers than that. Like we, we, tend to, we try to keep private things private. Okay, that, that's fine. I'm not going to push you on things you don't want to disclose, but you disclosed 20 customers on $5,000 ARPU. So I'm just, yeah. I'm only using information you gave me. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. And, and just to be clear, you just said you have no churn, which means net revenue retention has to be higher than 100%. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, again, I'm, I'm just... In terms of, so, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying like in terms of specifics, I'm not comfortable with going into specifics around numbers. I'm, I'm glad to talk about generalities. Sure. I, I don't have a general podcast. I like to be very specific, right? Because a lot of people can throw out general stuff. And by the way, I think you have a compelling story. So I want to make sure I feature that story, how it should be featured. Um, so net revenue retention, uh, north of 100% at this point, you haven't churned any customers. Does that mean you're too cheap? Uh, I, I think right now, that's a really great question. You know, I, I think for us, the things we're struggling with internally in terms of pricing is, are we leaving money on the table in terms of value, right? Are we capturing all the value that there is to capture? 
Right now, the customers that use us, the reason why there's no churn, because we actually represent our case study show roughly averaging 75% in cost reductions. So clients are saving a ton of money using us. Um, just one Because they're used to low. paying brokers 20, 25%? Right. Not, not even just on the broker's fees. So when we talk about why are our, our approach to things and really talking about intelligence is we look at your design intent or manufacturers in our network look at design intent and they offer feedback. So a case study is a nanotechnology company came to us. It had a $50,000 injection molded part design. And as part of the bidding process, manufacturers in our network not, offer, not only offer a price, but they also offer feedback on your design intent, right? So in this case, it said, hey, $50,000 is going to take over three months to build. We can actually do this exact same geometry and sheet metal, and we can deliver this in less than two weeks, and it's going to cost less than $2,000, right? So our ethos as a company is, is really not about being the quote-unquote Uber of manufacturing. It's really about how do you empower companies to make smart decisions with their working capital, right? So you're making smart decisions where you're not spending that fifty thousand dollars; you're spending less than two thousand dollars, right? And you're not waiting three months; you're, you're you're having things done in less than two weeks, right? So if if that client was to go to anyone else, they would gladly take the fifty thousand dollars. They may even upcharge them to seventy thousand dollars to get their GMV higher, right? Um, but it really doesn't serve that customer. Totally understand. Cost savings makes a lot of sense here. Um, we're running out of time. Fill out the team yeah. for me. How many team members today? So four team members right now. Four? Yep. Including you and your brother? Yeah. So we have one, one full-time software engineer, and we just onboarded one last week. And where's everybody based? So we're all based around the Northeast, uh, between New York and Connecticut right now. Okay, very good. So kind of remote Northeast area. And then last question here on customer acquisition. Uh, when you look at like fully weighted CAC, is it too early to look at that? Do you not really you have a good sense of what that is yet or no? So. Yeah, I th- because we were growing mainly from word of mouth, I'll say it's still too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, if you're doing sales, you'd include your salary and stuff in that. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a very small kind of cohort size. But again, healthy growth in a short amount of time. Uh, congrats on that. Um, let's uh, let's wrap up here, Rich, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, uh, gosh, uh, The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, number, uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Favorite online tool for building business, uh, HubSpot. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, sleep is a luxury, <laughs> but, uh, I'll say on average, I-, I try to shoot for at least five. Okay, good. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Uh, just got engaged actually a few okay. weeks ago. Congrats. That's exciting. No kids? No kids. All right. And how old are you? Uh, 29. Okay. Last question, Rich. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, more patience. Uh, embrace the suck. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Embrace the suck or as Ben Horwitz said in, uh, in his book, Hard Thing About Hard Things, uh, if you're going to eat shit, don't nibble. Uh, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it from Rich, founded the company back in 2017, Inventaprint. Again, helping folks like me, right, or anyone that, that has an idea they want to get manufactured, helps them save money. They charge a fee, call it five grand per month to 20 of these uh, producers right now. They then pair them up with one of their 100 manufacturing partners they've worked with and take about 10% of the total kind of fees that go through that platform. Uh, they've scaled about 100 grand per month in revenue fairly quickly on just 120 grand in funding from Techstars. Too early to talk about churn and CAC and things like that, but they got a team of four people up in the Northeast as they, as they look to scale. Rich, thanks for taking us to the top. 
Thank you.